Welcome to episode 230 of the Saturn Studs podcast. I'm the birthday boy, Kurt, joined this week by my co-hosts, Peter and Jake. That's right. Kurt's the birthday boy, yet I'm illuminated by a heavenly glow in this edition, the Jackalope Low-Fat Milk Edition of the podcast. It's good for you, and it's it's maybe a cryptid. Who knows? Other jackalope Has anyone ever drank farms? it? Yeah. I mean, have you never had a cool glass of jackalope milk on a hot summer's day? Can't grab it by the horns. Can't say that I just shake and just shake. You just you hold it by the horns and then you find the little little titty and you just what go at. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I've heard I've heard of that saying. Why buy the jackalope when you can get the jackalope milk for free? I don't know why that gets me. I'm buying the jackalope in a year. <laughs> I'm the jackalope now. I am the purchaser of the jackalope now. And of course, oh. as always, we're coming at you live, sort of, from Kurt's apartment once again, except not Jake, because Jake might have the COVIDs, and I would feel pretty bad if I uh, uh, spread it. To the jackalope in question <laughs> tested positive for COVID the j- at no. the worst possible yeah, time. No, literally, <laughs> worst and probably best time. I mean, it would have been worse if like I had already gotten there, and then she would have been like, "I just got tested positive," because I had no idea. I, I did not think. I think she was just overreacting with her cough and stuff like that. I thought the jackalope was like. Haha, ha, I sick a little bit. Maybe a little under the weather. Could be allergies. Uh, jackalope. <laughs> Could uh, be coronavirus. <laughs> coronavirus. Uh, so uh, Jake stayed behind. He didn't. He didn't leave when the rest of us left. He stayed behind for some reason that we don't know. He he went rogue. I went. Yes. Some for some reason. I just some Jakes just go rogue. They just love to kill. <laughs> How do you know he's a love Jake? Killing. <laughs> Jake's are the true killers. It's me. It's me. I just love to kill. Yeah, like fucking this whole. Oh my god. We watched Rogue. We watched Rogue this week. <laughs> Not the superhero origin story, mind you. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Is this... there a superhero? <laughs> Isn't that just X Men? Isn't that just the first Brian Singer X Men? I guess so. After this. The main character, Sam, played by Megan Fox, goes to uh, a mansion to meet with a professor about her insane abilities to absorb people's, I don't know, fucking... Talent? Talents? Like Megan Fox does? (laughs) She goes over there. Her her strange mutant power of being incapable of emoting. (laughs) Her fucking... oh, Oh, we'll talk all about this movie... It was not very good. It sucked. <laughs> Gosh, dang. So I guess we're coming at you live from an African safari. Yeah. South Africa. South African safari in Kurt's apartment. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's a jungle out here. Wild animals wild on, animals. on the plains. It's a jungle on the, in the savanna. It's wild animals running around here. Oh, uh, but right. we're not on the beach because uh, we're right in the studio the with trailers. Trey Watch. Yeah, Trey watching this fucking intro go down in goddamn flames like that helicopter. <laughs> what are you talking about? That was um, totally believable. It was totally a helicopter that got blown up with an RPG. Yes, and it was totally yeah. a real line. I remember the level of Tomb Raider I played after that cutscene. <laughs> they had the wolves in it, I think. Yeah. Um. So first up on the trailer roundup, we have a Supernova, which is uh, following some weird like movie making trends right now. Movies about Alzheimer's and movies about old men touring the countryside are both really in right now. That's <laughs> true. Like, is sitting over there being like Alzheimer's so hot right now. Like. The old the dad movies of, of two years ago was like the dad action like taken. Yeah. Or like those kind of movies. Oh my my kid's in danger and I have to I have to be the guy to save him. I have a particular set of skills. Like Stuber. I would I would put <laughs> Stuber in there. Yeah, I guess so. Um My my not my spy, that's like a family My Spy. Deal. Oh jeez. We've watched so many bad movies lately. <laughs> Just dunked in it. But this time, it's Stanley Tucci and his boyfriend, or husband, Colin Firth, who has Alzheimer's. And it's getting progressively worse, and they're they're driving around the countryside. Are they in, are they in like, Europe, or are they in America? I couldn't remember. It seemed like Europe to me. It seemed like a European IDK. countryside. Like in like the UK uh, or some of that. Sam and Tusker, partners of 20 years who are traveling across England in oh, their old God. RV, visiting friends, family, and places from their past since Tusker was diagnosed with early onset dementia two years ago. <laughs> Uncle Barry. Their time together <laughs> is the most important thing they have. Uh, you know, this movie looks like it's, you know, obviously trying to to be a very powerful moving movie like it's going for an oscar but unfortunately uh at least from the looks of the trailer they're not going to meet the diversity quota to be eligible for academy awards it it only hits the one it only hits the gays it talks about gays (laughs) or they're gonna have to do a reshoots where they add some black people into the family it's in the RV and someone just a black dude just walks through the background like an extra in the shot. Okay, that that was a lot better than where I thought you were gonna go with that. Well I I, I say so just in an RV and a black guy tries to rob the RV. I say, hey, you can you can fix this in post. Just get some color changing effects and maybe make Stanley Tucci. Take black. a magic marker to your TV screen. You go into every movie theater. Just give me a second here. Just make, just make Stanley Tucci blackface. Just give him, give him the old blackface. I mean, it's not blackface if it's done digitally. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where to go with this joke. I wonder. I'm lost. I, I don't think I want to go any further with it. It's bad. Turn back. We've I, got, I we've... liked it when we were making jokes about him making Il Tempano with the bad venison. <laughs> Gave him the Alzheimer's. <laughs> I liked when Supernova, to me, to me was, it was very personal. It's a, it's a salmon and 
caper sandwich with avocados on it you can get from Brugger's. Really, Supernova was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> it's about family. <laughs> it's, it's so important. Uh, will they see a Supernova? Will Stanley Tucci's brain explode in a supernova? Champagne Is that how Alzheimer's super- works? I don't know. I Alzheimer's can't remember. Ends with the supernova. What's my name? Yeah. <laughs> it is kind of sad. I will. I will say it is kind of sad because like he does start forgetting in the movie and um and 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 my little fun fact about Jake. I used to live uh, in a house with with neighbors and uh, used to have Alzheimer's. And one of the neighbors was like maybe fifty. And I think she, and then she got uh, early onset Alzheimer's. And so I got to see like some of the crazy shit that they would do. Like my dad said that she like would walk across the street without looking both ways, like just bolt across the street. She'd like come over to my house. I'd be the only one there. She'd be like, hey, can you help me? I'm like, what? You've never come over and done this before. I had to fix her microwave once that wasn't broken. It was. It was bizarre. Did you get paid for it? Did you bill her? I'm not going to bill somebody who has Alzheimer's to put Just send the, in the same check. To, I'll every, to every put the little glass plate back on its track. You got to invoice these things, Jake. Hour, yeah, I can just, hours. Well, she has Alzheimer's, so she won't remember what I did, so I can just make up shit. Oh, yeah, fix your washer, your dryer, your, uh, your HVAC yeah, system. Yeah, regrouted the kitchen. <laughs> Took a long time. It's sad. Pressure wash your windows. <laughs> yes, it is bad because people do too. Did some landscaping. Take advantage of people. Ah, <laughs> uh, give you a fr- family and friends discount. Keep it at a cool twenty five hundred. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Because I like you, I'll give you good price. <laughs> Just for you, okay? Don't tell anyone I did this. Tell anybody. I'll have to get Stanley Tucci on your ass, eh? Yeah, Stanley Tucci. Make Hilton Pan. Make make you forget. Like a big old bowl of chili. <laughs> Alex Jones. Uh, next up we have The Sound of Metal. It is uh, the uh, fucking goth version of The Sound of Music. <laughs> now, following in our disability centric, you know, disability awareness movies and illness awareness movies. Uh, where will you be when tinnitus strikes? <laughs> Hopefully not at a metal concert. W- wear your earplugs, kids. This is a, that's an actual, not a joke. This yeah. is an actual wear your earplugs at a metal concert. It won't hurt your enjoyment of the music, and then you won't have a, a, a tiny banshee screaming in your ear for the rest of your days. And you won't be deaf, because some people who listen to loud music... Like some people who might currently be in the bedroom. Um, <laughs> no shade being thrown. Are fucking death. <laughs> At like 23 years old. So be careful. Take care of your hearing. Scrape my ear cilia out with a shovel. <laughs> Leave nothing but ba- salt the earth where my ear hairs used to be. I took nair to it. I can't. What was going on? I can't hear you. <laughs> Ne'er do well um, to make you deaf. Riz Ahmed stars as the metal drummer for band that's never identified. Two, uh, two person like metal band, so that's like the White Stripes. 
like it's like budget yes. white stripes. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't call them metal, but uh, sure. Yeah, it's it's just a drummer and yeah. a guitarist vocalist, so it's the same it's kind metal, of thing. Like that band Fish, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that great metal band Fish. If it doesn't go mop, I don't want to see this movie. Mop. There mop. was no mopping. That's that's very true. But he he goes deaf and he learns to drum well deaf and and accept that disabled people are still people i guess i don't know what the message here is supposed to be the message is i want to drum i think that's like his only character he's like i want to keep drumming we'll be fine and then he can drum and he's he's more or less fine yeah they did show all that in the trailer so. wow the message is that's... you can uh, you can still love disabled people deaf people are people too yeah, but you see, that's where I kind of object to the message, because are they? <laughs> True. They don't have one they're of like the... They're like four-fifths of a person, right? Because yeah, they, they're down a sense. You have five, you have five senses, <laughs> and you have, one, you have one job in life. Yeah, that's... that is just fucking calling this room. I can The phone's, phone's in the other room. Pick it up. It's the president of Gallaudet. <laughs> you have one job in life, and that's not to lose any of your senses. Don't go blind. Don't go deaf. My dad is one of these people. I can't consider him a person anymore. Man can't smell. He fucked up. He broke the cardinal rule. (laughs) (laughs) He lost his sense of smell. How am I going to crop dust him? It's not fair. I he farts and he clears the room and then I go to fart and nothing. Yeah. Unfaced. He conveniently slipped on ice and hit his head. He broke his smell orbs inside, inside his sinuses. My dad's my dad drank a bit too much. <laughs> Is that how that works? I, well, am I, uh, am I gonna lose my sense of well, smell? Well, he, he he fell with. Drinking oh, too much, oh, but okay. as a kid, I was I told, you know, he hit some black ice. He slipped and uh, fell coming out of bowling. You got to be careful of black ice. <laughs> black ice will will sneak up, and the, it'll mug you and rob you of your sense of smell. <laughs> we're, black we're ice is a very sneaky. Zero for three here right now. <laughs> you got to be careful, of black ice. They're dangerous. And where you see one black ice, <laughs> there's bound no, to be more no, black guys. No. no. <laughs> it's okay. Key and Peele did this sketch. Yeah, so we can do it. They're right. racist, not us. <laughs> That's how that works. Here's the shed. If you ever see black guys, just turn and run. Nothing but trouble. <laughs> And then slip on like the other Dan black guy's movie, was... Nothing But Trouble. And uh, okay. Dan Aykroyd was probably in a movie with Steve Martin once. <laughs> we'll talk... Actually, Jake, look that up. What? Look up Dan Aykroyd's Steve Martin movie. As we, as I talk quickly about Father of the Bride, part three. Um, this is a reunion special for a, I believe, a world hunger charity on Netflix. They're like, we'll do a. Uh, like our little movie about where all the characters from Father of the Bride were. Um, Sergeant Bilko is that it? That might be it. Yeah, Sergeant Bilko. 
Um, yeah, so it's just like, it's just they're all back. And if I've never seen either Father of the Bride, I know Steve Martin's, you know, a good actor. But um, I, I like him. I like his comedy, but this this has no appeal to me because I have no idea of the context. I'm sure a few folks will watch it, and anyone that watches it, I'm sure they'll donate a portion of the, the viewing proceeds to charity. So yep. um, I just want to throw this out here. There's this interesting site that we just found in our quest to find if Dan Aykroyd and Steve Martin have been in a movie together. It's called Celebritizer, yeah. and it'll just pull up all the movies that both people have starred in together. Okay. So if you are a a player of Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, this is like your training tool. <laughs> yeah, uh, I like this. Nicholas Cage and Sir Lawrence Olivier. <laughs> we can just start throwing out names. <laughs> I don't. Uh, which one was Lawrence of Arabia? <laughs> Adam Sandler and Eugene Levy. Let's try that. Yes. Oh, that's easy. <laughs> um, oh. to Kevin Bacon. Uh, no, or to connect to them each other. So Eugene Levy was in. Wait, who's the other no, guy? No, we're we're just looking at one degree of each other. Not, not no, no, we're not playing six degrees of anything. I just want to see if they were ever in a movie together. Eugene Levy. Okay, the search the search function is not very great. <laughs> I forgot who we were looking for. Eugene Levy and Jake. What was the other one? Adam Sandler. I just saw two names on the side because you can also select which uh, con- uh, connections they have and pick different ones. Let's do it. It's a cool, it's a cool, neat little tool. I like it. Yeah, I don't see it. Right, maybe they have a movie, but like that's easy to get them. Like that's not very many connections. Um, so um, there's a animated movie that I'm pretty excited about coming out, and uh, with the Crudes, the New Age, a New Age, a New Age. I like the Crudes, the first one. I don't know if you ever saw I've it. I've never seen it. Really? I, Diane likes it. Uh, she was very excited about this trailer, but uh, it was seven years ago. Well. Were we really pounding the table for a crude sequel? Hell yeah, I, I think that's a fine enough time for a sequel. <clears throat> that, used, that used to be the time between movies in the older days. <laughs> I appreciate it. Not entirely. I mean, all the, the Star Wars movies took. were like three to four years apart from each other. Yeah. And then I thought they were longer. No, I I thought uh, they were 77 too. Seventy-seven to eighty-three, mm-hmm. and then eighty-three to eighty-six. Wowzers! Yeah, I think the longest may have been four years. But I think they were all around three years. Oh, I mean, the longest was the gap between well, Jedi and um, Phantom yeah. Menace. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I I like the Crudes. Uh, I thought it had some pretty good comedy. Um, decent actor uh cast too as well we had ryan reynolds um uh nicholas cage nicholas cage yeah i was blanking on his name for a second um emma stone Stone. peter dinklage like maybe one or two others who are like decently funny uh comedians um but now they're 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 
I think the first one might I have thought, been like I I forgot what the plot of the first one was, but it's the plot of the first one was that Ryan Reynolds character shows yeah. up and he's like more evolved, and Nicolas Cage is like, oh, we do things the old way because I'm Nicolas Cage, That's and right. I'm a boomer, so this, dreaming about being Superman. So in the new age is basically the same fucking movie. Yeah, just yeah. In, they the run into more people. Who are more evolved, and they're hunter they're... and or gatherers. <laughs> well, no, wait, sorry, farmers. Yeah, that's the one. So they they farm stuff and and they're 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 slimmer because they're not they don't have to like kill shit and whatever. And they're the Neolithic Revolution is in full swing. <laughs> they have, <laughs> they call a window a TV, basically. And you... the birds are on. The birds are. Yeah. Back in, in my, my day, day, we would son. fight birds, not watch the. Tom Birdseron, host of Dancing with the Tom. Stars. <laughs> okay, can I can I rant a second? We have Carol yes. Baskins on Dancing with the Stars. She's a terrible dancer. She dances. Did you watch that? Huh? Did you actually watch that? Fuck yeah, dude! I have to. It's my job. I mean, it's like the eighteen thousand season of Dancing with the Stars. They're gonna have to scrape the bottom of the barrel. Every other celebrity <laughs> with a name has already done the show. I'm starting to <laughs> learn I, after watching it twice. I think I'm starting to finally learn how to do the uh, the foxtrot. So uh, it, it's good news for my wedding. I'll be. Is that is that how you're you're <laughs> preparing for your wedding? Yeah, by watching Dancing with the Stars and hopefully getting a few. Celebrities and tiger at this wedding, Jake. Pro dancers to to dance the foxtrot, uh, but but this lady is a possible murderer, and they're like, let's have her on, and probable then let's talk murderer. let's talk to her about Tiger King, <laughs> and let's have her cry <laughs> on national television about how Tiger King messed her up pretty awful. That bitch, Carol. Baskins. Well, maybe you shouldn't have killed your husband, Carol Baskins. Might have been a good call um, not to do that. She's a bad dancer, and Charles Oakley okay, I'll, deserves I'll take to your be word on for it more than her. I'm just saying, Charles Oakley, Charles yeah. Martinet, yeah, Charles Oakley oh. was on, and boy was he a stick. He was just a a tree trunk, just dancing around that stage. You know who I want on Dancing with the Stars? Charles Barkley. I want him to be a contestant, and then I want him to be a judge in subsequent seasons. So we're gonna be like, when I was that Maramba was terrible, just terrible. <laughs> I remember when I was on my season with Dancing with the Stars. I want Michael Jordan as a judge. I'd be like, stop want, it! Wait, don't dance! Don't, don't dance! <laughs> don't I, get drugs! Don't, don't do drugs! Eat McDonald's! Don't do dance! Don't, do, don't drop your does, shoulder! Get chicken McNugget! <laughs> does does DraftKings have a category for Dancing with the Stars? Can we make a fantasy Dancing with the Stars oh, bracket? I'm sure. I don't think so. Well, maybe uh, maybe like fantasy is legal, but like I think only sports betting is legal in most of these states. You don't think Dancing with the Stars is a professional <laughs> sport? I think, no, I, think I don't. It's a sport. I don't even think the audience vote is legit. I'm. A hundred percent convinced that with all these competitions, the studio rigs a non-zero portion of the voting. Oh yeah, well, oh remember when American Idol was on and they were like, they were explicitly like, "Yes, vote multiple times, please." 
Vote as many times as you can. <laughs> Clog up our lines. We don't care. Oh my yeah. gosh. That's that's how they got the numbers in cuz they got they weren't getting enough reviews to have those ratings. Yeah. Um we should talk quickly about WandaVision? Yes. Yeah, yeah WandaVision. It's It is exactly what we were led to believe that it was. East TV. Weird. <laughs> yeah. He's, they're so they're stuck own, in the TV. So they kind of make our own uh reality. Um and uh it seems like it's in gonna. The 50s. Yeah, it and seems like it might change. Sixties and seventies and eighties. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think she's gonna have like a series of mental breakdowns, and it's gonna change and change kind of like time zones. Um, I'm just excited mm-hmm. for that Halloween special episode, where we get where... to see Vision in his retro costume, <laughs> have him look all goofy. Um, yeah, Wanda was wearing her like Scarlet Witch outfit. Yeah. The headpiece. The headpiece, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's yep. pretty cool. There's gonna be a lot of there's gonna be a fuck ton of Easter Have eggs. some balls, Disney. Yep. And this is the- Have Daddy Magneto <laughs> show up. <laughs> Do it. Have him disapprove of her his daughter dating an android. <laughs> you just make him walk out of the house. <laughs> yeah, he just fucking lifts vision up with his powers and yeets him out the door Uncle Phil style. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, it should be noted. Um, this is also the prequel. I think this is the lead-in to the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. This this will tie into that as part of the next phase. Which I looked, I looked at that list. And I think it was the first time I ever looked at one of those. Every Marvel thing they've got planned, I'm like, it does make you sick to your stomach a little bit. It's like vertigo. You're just yeah. like, oh, it keep, it keeps going. Oh, that just goes on down yeah, forever, they find a doesn't lot, it? Find a lot of stuff. They have a lot of. Are using all the comics. I'm excited for Thor: Love and Thunder, where Natalie Portman's. Yes. Thor. I finally I, I we get a female Thor. It's what we've all been waiting for. We've been clamoring since Thor one. Because that comic arc was so well received Give and Thor in no way boot. tanked Marvel's business. <laughs> I, I just I feel like Natalie canceled. Portman. She can. <laughs> There's like she's been in in like hit or miss stuff. Like I know the people who watched Annihilation were like, yeah, that's a good movie. She's I still don't understand Annihilation. Just okay as an actress, I think. I, and she's been in a lot of like uh, like Black Swan and then stuff like that where she's had like these really dramatic roles. But if you look back at her performance in Black Swan, was she really asked to do much except? Kind of act a little crazy. I only remember oh, one. Never and saw then, that movie. And then Les out with Mila Kunis. Yeah, I only remember one scene from Black Swan, which was which had a non. You know, I'm not going to say that was the reason I watched the movie, but it had a non-zero percent effect on my watching of the movie. Every guy ever. Yeah. Oh yeah, I watched Black Swan. Okay. <laughs> Definitely was my 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 view count was triggered by some story that I heard from somebody else. Did hey, you hear that, that Natalie Portman and Mila Kunis like fucking get it on? Yeah, totally. Uh, the scene was not that exciting, unfortunately. You want to smoke cigs after class? <laughs> Go to the bleachers. Suck cigs. Yeah, that was that was definitely me in high school. Toads, dude. 
we'll smoke the, I got the black the and tans. Got the black and mellows or whatever the fuck those are. The black and mild. Did you yeah. say black and mellow? <laughs> yeah. Dude, no, that's that's, that's rum when you and lace mellow it yellow. With weed. That's yeah. That's a blunt with a black and mild. Is a black and mellow. <laughs> That's really Does, awesome. I don't. I don't. I've never done either of those things. Does that sound like something that would be good? Yeah. I mean, a blunt is a blunt is a blunt. Like, I'll take it. I'll take credit for it. Well, the thing is, well, I mean, you didn't like, invent blunts, but <laughs> Peter, you invented blunts. How do you feel? <laughs> black and mellow. Pretty accomplished. <laughs> black and mellow. Black and mellow. Black, black and, and mellow, mellow. Black and mellow. That's funny. Um. Yeah, that's all we got. Let's do the follow up now. Uh, in first place, we have Tenant. It's uh, gross four point seven million, whittling down. It's in one hundred and twenty more theaters though, but it's down almost thirty percent. Uh, no, I don't want that. Uh, if I click on it here, thank you. It's made two hundred fifty-one million dollars worldwide. And two hundred fifteen million of that has been overseas. These are huge numbers. <clears throat> big, big, I mean, relative to <laughs> relative to what we've seen in the past <laughs> six to seven months. Um, the new mutants down twelve point seven percent, one point eight million, um, thirty five million dollars worldwide. Uh, it is the wet fart that the Fox X Men <laughs> series. But- Maybe this is the best time to like that it came out because it wasn't gonna do much worse if if it came out during a not fucking barren wasteland. I mean, for cinemas, I suppose, but like, I don't think that was the plan. Like, I don't think. They're oh like, no! Oh, there's gonna be a pandemic in 2020. Let's wait till then to make. The- no, it's just fortunate that. The, that you only have crazy people going out to the theaters now. They finished principal photography of this in 2017. They did. Yeah, they did. And much like Among Us, it's it's risen. A, it's only finished. It's only entered the <laughs> cultural eye again uh, just now. Um, Although Among Us, much better. Was was the New Mutants uh, release on like uh, a streaming service? I don't believe so. Okay, I was just wondering if that number could be like, uh, you know, there there could be bigger numbers due to like a Bill and Ted situation. Yeah, yeah, or something. Like that. I guess it'd be out on Hulu, right? Thinking about who it's it's still Fox or Disney Plus. It's not out on Disney Plus. I haven't. We would have heard about something that is uh, maybe they could release it later on. But it's. Oh, I'm sure that's the plan. As soon as they get it out of theaters, it's going to be on yeah. Disney Plus and. Mm-hmm. Or who? Well, Disney owns sixty percent of the world. <laughs> um, an infidel opens in third from the venerable Cloudburst Entertainment. Comes infidel, an American man played by Jim Caviezel. Caviezel. Evil Caviezel. Evil Caviezel. Uh, is kidnapped after a friend invites him to Cairo to speak out about recent militant uprisings. Yes, let's bring the white man to Cairo. I feel uh, like I feel like we saw a trailer for this and we talked about it at some point. Probably. Um, it sounds like I get vaguely familiar, but there's just so many shit movies that have the same sort of fucking premise. 
<laughs> I mean, I I feel like I remember the trailer, but the trailer didn't have anything notable in it. So I don't think this movie will have anything notable in it. Doubtful. Uh, I see you're looking at the local showtimes at the AMC. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this was not the trailer I was thinking. I don't. Of. I don't yeah. think we watched. The I don't trailer think we covered this. Yeah, it's, it's I think not it's not by us. Oh, and I don't remember this shit at all. I would totally remember this. Yeah, that's pretty fucking on the nose. Would be the. Uh... Mm-hmm. Oh, what AMC Rockaway is open? Did I get billed? <laughs> Kurt needs to check his financial statements at the moment. <laughs> this is the real follow up. They just fucking quietly. No, AMC Theaters, thank you. This week on Statement Studs. <laughs> do you know Kurt's how to go through your student is... loan statements and accurately determine how you're doing? Um, hold on. Let me decide. <laughs> <laughs> Do, do, do. Where the do, fuck do, did do, this do. bill come from? Who charged me here? Who's this Amazon? Um, bu, bu, bu. Well, speaking of, I did keep. I still have HBO Max. Through, I'm going to keep it through the weekend if we want to watch anything on it. Okay. Oh, good to know. Uh, I kind of want to watch Lovecraft times. Country. I've heard that's Go pretty good. It. Um, um I, I almost had it uh, through AT&T because they're like. All right, you want to sign up with us? You probably want our biggest package to give us the most monies. It comes with HBO Max. You want that, right? I said, I said, no, no. I don't. I don't want no. that. No, senor. Get up. I changed that shit real quick. All right, Kurt has finally navigated to the page. Huh. It doesn't show me do they send you like an email when they bill you i would hope that they would tell me that it's reactivated (laughs) well all right next uh, we will now spend the next half hour looking through kurt's uh purchase history oh it should be pretty automatic charges (laughs) what else is bang bros what else is on the follow-up in the the premium (laughs) um let's see unhinged in fourth broken hearts gallery in fifth SpongeBob movie, Sponge on the Run in six. Bill and Ted Face the Music in seventh. Alone in eighth. Ninth is Personal History of David Copperfield. And rounding out the top ten, we have Words on Bathroom Walls, trailed by a trio of opening movies, Secrets That We Keep, No Escape, and The Nest. Did we look yeah. at any of these? That... Uh, we looked at. The nest. Nest. It's just like a boring ass rom com thing. Oh well, yeah, no, not rom com, but like rom drum. Rom yeah, drum, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but uh, we weren't really interested in any of that shit. Yeah. So we we did something interesting this week where we we're gonna look at the IMDb user reviews of the movie that we reviewed last week. Yeah, get duped. Get duped. Get duped. Where the Duke of Edinburgh tries to kill four or not. young... I don't think it was actually the Duke of Edinburgh. Uh, they said it was the Duke of Edinburgh. Yes, but our protagonists are also idiots. <laughs> the Duke of Edinburgh goofers. and the Duchess of Edinburgh try to kill these four fine, upstanding gentlemen in the highlands of Scotland. Mm. 
Now we were we were fairly high on this movie. Yeah, I we all enjoyed it. Yeah, I think we had fun watching it. It was good, and it doesn't look like it got billed for <laughs> Stubbs A list. <laughs> so that's good I got that going for me I should probably cancel that Because I don't see myself going out to a movie theater anytime soon Oh my god Um. And uh, Polnasgisk 5 Has a review of Get Duked Let's hear it It's a 9 out of 10 And it says soundtrack alone is reason enough to check this out I'd agree Boys in the Wood, yes, I'm going to refer to it as that, deserves that dignity, goes from 0 to 110%, gradually getting better as it goes. So infectiously fun with how many genres it helms and inevitably mixes. The rap, that rap sequence is just something else. Effectively crafting something wholly original despite being obviously inspired from other established works. Just a great time. Go watch if you got Prime at the disposal. 14 out of 25 found that helpful. Isn't that sweet? I gotta 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 uh, agree on that one. Jake, what say you? Man, these these uh one stars are not that great, so I'll try to make it as funny as possible. One out of ten. So sad. By the kindred seven three eight nine six. So much potential here. Could have genuinely been a great campy coming-of-age horror-slash-thriller. Some of the film I legitimately enjoyed, but the hip-hop premise bit was just worthless and took away from any chance of this being worth watching. It that was like breaks a central in, plot point. Yeah. It breaks in and breaks up so much. Well, that's just how they, they shot the movie. It also weighs so... I, it also wastes so time in the film that could have been put to better use with the characters and definitely the plot. You forgot much. What? If the creator slash director thought, quotes, all caps, oh my god, I'm gonna be original, I such edgelord, unquote. No, you were not. You just cranked out another cinema meat grinder flop and wasted money and planetary resources that could have been made. That could have made at least a slightly decent piece of cinema. Fifteen out of forty-six from the planetary resources. Fuck off, the kindred. What do you want? What do you want to give the money to the penguins and make them have? I don't know. Planetary resources. Oh, like oil, like crude oil. <laughs> oil. Think of all the oil that was wasted on Get Duped. Think of it. Just think of it as we look at um, Ops 52535, uh, Get Duped, 6 out of 10 review. Uh, the manhood test in the Scottish Hailands, or Highlands, as the Scots say, having shep eating fungi defecating bong stuffing that makes Oliver Twist become a Spanish fly bomber of a terrorist while four boys are doing the greatest test of their lives, namely doing the Duke of Edinburgh certificate. The number one mental and physical test to be initiated as good old grown-ups, but the dynamics of the group are unbalanced, if not to say disharmonic at best, as three of them does the test as a punishment from their school that thinks only about weed and not weed as the common Scotsman thinks. 
Well, it's a comedy. It made my wife laugh, which is good quality sign, with loads of disclosed fun, some odd stuff in between, and for me, a grumpy old Norwegian that can barely understand Jordy did feel the heavy loss of some subtitling. But the main point is stamina and pride, and to never give up, like Duncan Scott did. It's a production of Mixed Impression. The culture crash are formidable. Doing the hike in royal white isn't a clever idea. And doing the rap on dry soup in a clammed out cave illuminated by headlights only then China powdered weed seems to be a good solution. It's a rally of dumpling ducks that wants to get duked, and if you found inspiration to do the hike up the Bongi Highlands, just let me know. It's recommended with some precaution. <laughs> Unsurprisingly... Zero out of six. Found that helpful. What the fuck? I should have screened your reviews before I let you go out of air. <laughs> the fuck was that? That was incomprehensible. It's amazing. <laughs> All right. Well, Chris Lawuk has a uh, review here. Get dudes. Eight out of ten. Welcome to Scotland. August 29th. Being Scottish, this movie definitely resonated with me. Dodgy spiked weed, a hugely divisive social class system, and magic mushrooms. We got it all, baby. It's part of that genre of movies, surviving the game belonged to. Okay, that could have been written a little bit better. It's a genre with a number of recent examples, this one being my favorite. It feel it really feels like a Scottish movie. It reminds me a bit of Bad Taste or The Wicker Man. The original, not the Nicolas Cage <laughs> remake. <laughs> Those homegrown genre movies made with a vibe of the local people producing them rather than a big-budget Hollywood group coming in and trying to do it for them. DJ Beachroot was a highlight. So many disenfranchised young Asian lads aspiring towards rap in the city of Edinburgh these days. That really struck a chord. <laughs> The take on the mushroom drip was funny and kind of accurate as far as I remember from taking them as a young lad. It's a rite of passage, part of being Scottish. The ending also really worked for me. All around a great wee movie. It was funny. Great wee movie. It's a great wee movie. Wait, so they're saying that they have tried fermented mushrooms via rabbit poop? I don't know about that, but they, they're admitting to mushroom use, at least. And the, apparently there are a lot of... There are just scores of disenfranchised Asian youth aspiring to rap careers in the streets of Edinburgh. I could see hey, it. Hey, I don't live there. I don't know. I used to be one of them. Not that funny, <laughs> says Eddie Boy Bo, Bo, Bodge, Eddie Bodge, on oh. August 28th. Genuinely not that funny. Was hopeful of a good comedy horror, but was more like watching kids' TV. If you like poo jokes, obvious humor, and hammy acting, it might be for you. But there's literally nothing below the surface. Disappointing. 10 out of 33 found it helpful. I, I Disappointing. Didn't find it. Disappointing. <laughs> All right. I, can I borrow the mouse? Yeah. Yeah. All right, and last up, we got uh, PJ Taylor, 96138044, their review of Get Duked, uh, 6 out of 10. The Duke abides. 
with an undercurrent that explores class issues and generational divides, Get Duked 2020 sees four schoolboys become stranded in the Scottish Islands, chased by homicidal cultists as they attempt to complete the much-coveted Duke of Edinburgh Award. The flick balances humor with horror, leaning heavily towards the former, but always respecting the latter. There are no real scares in the thing, but it doesn't really matter. No one should really expect existential terror, grotesque body horror, or even plain old jump scares in a piece such as this. What are they talking about when their heads grew to the beat of the music? That was like something out of a Cronenberg film. (laughs) Duke of Cronenberg. (laughs) Uh, Unfortunately, there aren't any real laughs either. Don't get me wrong, there are chuckles peppered throughout. Plus, the flick is generally affable and energetic enough. It isn't heavily impacted by the lack of high-caliber comedy. It's an enjoyable experience that sometimes satisfyingly subverts audience expectation. It's a decent effort. Six out of ten. And one out of two found that helpful. I disagree. I thought, that if nothing, if you didn't laugh at the fucking bread thief <laughs> monologue at the police station, what the fuck's wrong with you? There are babies who have never seen a baguette. <laughs> I haven't had a ciabatta in weeks. Sam. Alrighty. Let's go now to gaming news. Uh, Kicking off, we've got a a story that uh, Peter and I just just clicked on because the headline drew us in. Uh, Mainly because we were worried that we might have a copyright dispute on our hands. Um... So, there, I'll just read you the title of this PC game article. This RGB-enhancing milk allows your custom loop gaming PC to shine brightest. That's what they've done. So, I saw milk. I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? And so, it's not milk. Uh, it's We were worried that they, they stole the Oreo milk in the middle technology. <laughs> From our Astro... Uh... What, our From Venus rover, yeah. Designs. We don't can't have that. Um, but the forbidden PC milk. We mustn't drink it. No, we mustn't do that. Uh, that's a great way to kick off your article. The product is EK Cryofuel Mystic Fog. It's a coolant designed to enhance and better disperse light throughout its milky formula, allowing for rainbow effects of plenty with RGB blocks and reservoirs. Um, so it's just coolant, but it's if you're doing a custom loop as as neat looking as a lot of these, you know, fun colored coolants are, the dye always breaks down. It always gunks up your loop. Just use distilled water. Mm-hmm. Save yourself money and the hassle of like having to fucking scrub out your water block with a toothbrush. To clean up all the fucking gunk and corrosion. Now, is is oil used as a coolant at all in the units? There are mineral oil cooled PCs where the whole thing is submerged yeah. in the mineral oil. <laughs> it's pretty neat. Uh, but it's also fucking such a pain in the ass to do anything with. That's fair. Because mineral oil is the worst thing in the world to work with. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I don't I don't know how good uh the thermals are, like how, how much better the thermals are. I think they're pretty uh, good, but the, the interesting thing about it is they you can't have like maybe you have a pump to move it through, but like there's no you take the fans off of your heat sinks and all yeah. that. 
Uh, and like you have very little circulation in the mineral oil. I think temperatures are okay. Like I don't remember uh, the last mineral oil. I never built one myself, but the last build I saw, I don't remember what their thermal testing was like. Does anyone use heat a... differences be enough like natural like flow? Oh yeah, natural convection should drive it to a certain degree. Yeah. Um, but like I, Ocean it's it's curves. it's just a different kind of cooling. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because it's just, it's just even crazy. even with water cooling, like you're having a heat exchanger by your heat exchange is coming from your driving air through fins of a heat sink. The difference between air cooling and water cooling is just where that heat sink is. Uh, with an air cooler, it's right on top of the CPU, like with your fin stack, and then the air from mm-hmm. the fans moving the heat away. With a water cooler, you're moving that over with your radiator to a different part of the case yeah right but the radiator works the same way it has fins it has fans it pushes air through the fins to dissipate the heat mm-hmm. does anyone use brine cooled computers i feel like that's the that's just the next step up oh, well, just use brine instead of water brine you don't i mean you don't want to use water well i mean like so like the thing with brine is that you're adding in a for sure conductive electrolyte into your coolant mm-hmm. so if you have a leak it's going to be worse than if you have a relatively clean loop with distilled water because then you're okay. only leaching whatever minerals from the water block and radiator I, I mean if you have a leak it's bad news anyway <laughs> but... <laughs> well you know me I'll just go all in <laughs> give me the fucking the the cooling heat exchanger tubes will stick them right next to it. one end into the PC, one end of the, into the fridge. <laughs> we'll just interlink them. Call it the the CPU where the C stands for cool. <laughs> um, Xbox, shut the fuck up, Michael. Um, what? <laughs> we just Xbox, clicked on the what, GameSpot article. And... What Xbox is that? I want to get that one. Is it that the Series X and the Xbox, Xbox shut, shut up, up, Michael? Shut up, Michael. Uh, Xbox Game Pass will add Elder Scrolls 6, Starfield, and all other Bethesda games on day one because the the big story this week is Bethesda has been bought by Microsoft for a cool $7.5 billion. Yeah, he... Well, not just Bethesda. It's, uh, the, the, the parent company was bought um by microsoft so that also includes id games um i forgot what the other ones were but i know there are like five or six other uh Mm -hmm. developers um so that wild shit is kind of some cool news for the future of xbox exclusives we can see maybe some skyrim exclusives uh, Skyrim. Uh, is that Beth- is that Bethesda? Or- I mean, yeah, it is Bethesda, yeah. but it's also from 2011. Well, Elder Scrolls. There will be no Skyrim port for the PS5. <laughs> It'll be Xbox Series X exclusive. Well, wouldn't that be crazy? The sequel to Skyrim, Pro- Skyrim probably being one of, you know, probably next to Grand Theft Auto and Minecraft. The most one of the most like widely diverse games out there mm-hmm. on every single platform, including your TI eighty four calculator um, and your Amazon Alexa <laughs> and your Amazon Alexa. 
uh, is now exclusive to Xbox and PC. It's just it's it's hopeful. I mean, literally, our our one our biggest gripe with Xbox was the fact that they have shit exclusives. Yeah, I mean, and then instead of you know giving resources to your in-house development teams so that you can create new IPs and exclusive titles. They just decide we're just going to buy this other company yeah. and then all their multi-platform games are going to be exclusive to our platform. Yeah. I mean, so it worked it, well with Rare. Yeah, that worked out so well. <laughs> capitalism at its finest, my dudes. So how long is it before Bethesda's making shovelware games for whatever the fucking Connect is? Skyrim nuts and bolts. <laughs> Skyrim for the Connect. We know you guys wanted it. Skyrim dance off. <laughs> yeah, just dance Skyrim edition. Do the Fusro dot. <laughs> oh my god. Doom guy. Well, I was gonna say Doom guy dating sim, but but yes. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta date hell demons. <laughs> Gotta gotta coerce him that's into literally, the bedroom. It's literally just Helltaker. <laughs> the revenants are the best. <laughs> they have kind eyes. <laughs> um, gentle. Yeah, Microsoft bought Zenimax for a whopping seven point five billion, and then they subsequently announced Bethesda did that Starfield specifically. Microsoft will grow from 15 to 23 creative studio teams and will be adding Bethesda's iconic franchises to the Game Pass. This includes Microsoft's intent to bring Bethesda's future games into Xbox Game Pass the same day they launch on Xbox or PC like Starfield, the highly anticipated new space epic currently in development at Bethesda, and then whatever Elder Scrolls Six comes out in 2028. Uh, everyone <laughs> can enjoy that. Uh... But oh, not to be outdone. Oh, Jake. Sorry. Uh, speaking of Xbox, did you see the story where um, uh, the series... Well, no, not the Series X. It's the Xbox One S and Xbox One X or something like that where yep. the sales spiked on Amazon. Yes. <laughs> people like crazy the, the day yeah. the pre-orders because they thought they were pre-ordering the, uh, the, the Series one, X. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they, they did it on purpose. Maybe they, they intentionally confused their product stack to hey, get those sales. Yeah, they should sure. have just called it the Xbox 5. they just like, oh, we're back to numbers now. We're, we're totally at 5, guys. Yeah. We're at 5. Uh, we're same as PlayStation. It would have been, what, 3, 4. It would have been the Xbox 4. Original Xbox. Well, no. like That's, 360 the, that's why one, they yeah. haven't done it, because PS5, yeah. I think it's bigger, but... If you call the Xbox One X, this like oh that's the three, and then the S is the four. Then well, if you want to do every five. refresh as a separate number, they'd oh, be God. like the Xbox Six. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Playing the smart games, Kurt. Playing the smart games. Um, but not to be outdone. Uh, Sony is getting a, a original Metal Gear Solid remake. Coming to the PS5, so uh, that's gonna sell you your systems there. <laughs> Screw yeah. Elder Scrolls Six, MGS, baby. <laughs> um, not that I, I would like to see a remade Metal Gear Solid. It's a it's a solid game, no pun intended. Huh. But uh, yeah, definitely the graphics and control scheme have not aged as gracefully as later Metal Gear titles. Mm-hmm. And not even like much later, like Metal Gear 2 still looks really good and plays well. 
um, despite it being not that much older. Um, and Amazon Luna, Amazon has entered the ring. They looked at Google Stadia and they said, "We want this." That's oh no, <laughs> that's gold. That's gold, Jerry. That's gold. Bezos, his brain is just leaking out of his ears. It's so big right now. Amazon Luna is the new Google Stadia and GeForce Now rival. Jeez. It's got some big games. You know, GeForce Now, that that service that I knew existed. It's yeah, actually the, the best. It works better than any of the other ones. The problem is that like all the major developers pulled their games off of their library because of uh, concerns about like how they were going to get paid. <laughs> oh, God. I, we've covered that a few times on the show, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're promising 4K 60 FPS gaming. Of course they and are. And the ability to play on two devices at once. It's going to cost five ninety nine a month and work on PC, Mac, and Fire TV stick. Oh yeah, your Fire TV stick's definitely going to be able to drive a 4K 60 FPS Dude, experience. my Fire TV stick struggles opening up youtube and trying to search something like right away i'm not <laughs> playing some shit on that it's gonna play skyrim so it's gonna blow play. up before i can like load up doom on my fire stick <laughs> uh, yeah okay sure amazon whatever you, you need say. to control her to play so the cost of the service might get might quickly get high initially. Who the fuck wrote this? I need to put you on blast. Where's the Someone byline? In the Amazon marketing. Where's department? the by? Tom Bedford is- of Tech Radar. Fucking go Tom. back to fucking grammar school, dude. Like you, you, your writing is terrible, and you should feel bad about it. That's right. I'm calling you out, Tom Bedford <laughs> of Tech Radar. Go back to sleep. What you gonna do about it? Tom uh, Bedford. What kind of a name is Bedford? Jeez. Somehow he's going to actually hear this and he's going to like fucking it's tweet beef. at us and be like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> Jake, that's on you. Start a Twitter war with Tom yeah, Bedford. I'll tweet at him. Tom <laughs> Bedford. Him at Hold on. Who is fucking Tom? And post. <laughs> Tom. Tom B E D F O R D. Yes. Tom Bedford. The thing you sleep on and the car you should never drive. (laughs) We had huge cars the size of a house and they were built like a bridge. (laughs) Oh, he looks like he's 13, dude. I don't want (laughs) to. You got Wait, what? No, I mean, this is the right guy, but it's like. he's, he's, He's from London, so cut him some slack. No, they invented the language. They should be the best at it. (laughs) Should be the best. Um, Oh, look at this. So we get, it looks like we're getting uh, Steam State News. (laughs) The state, the official dispatch from Steam. Glory to the, glory to Gabe Newell. Steam will now let you read gaming news in addition to letting you play games. Is this really a new feature? Because whenever you click on a game in your library, like it'll have headlines, headlines yeah. from various publications pertaining to your game. 
So I don't really see where this new feature is. Maybe if we open Steam, there's like a news section. Uh, but they've added a big update to its experimental news hub feature, the ability to actually browse gaming news from a list of publications curated by Steam's curator system. Again, how is this any different than what already exists? So like, I'm going to just, tell I you think like I know Half-Life what we're doing and next Half-Life week. Is great. Yeah. Well, if it uh, fucking if it shows up in our Steam updates, then yeah, on next week's show we'll just call them directly from Steam and see how how good job it does. Um, obviously, the list of publications and sources is customizable. Ooh, I can filter out tech radar so I don't have to read any more of Tom Bedford's shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm worried that it's going to censor certain articles like this one because I know we've all been curious with Baldur's Gate 3 right around the corner. Yes, you can have sex in Baldur's Gate 3. Andy I mean, Chalk is writing about the real issues. That's a that's a Bioware game tradition, man. If you don't have sex in a Bioware game, what are you doing with your life? Like that's that's the whole thing. There there are mods, and I I'm ashamed to admit I installed one <laughs> just to see what the fuck was on about it for Dragon Age Origins that like added more to the sex scenes. Yeah, you bet I'm gonna be getting this game and trying to have everybody mate with everybody. <laughs> and I think I didn't think I installed the mod specifically, but I think it it like just was part, baked into another mod where like you could have just the fully nude character models by removing <laughs> all your armor. And for whatever reason, they didn't have a, a flaccid penis model. So every male character without clothes is fully erect at all times. Just running around jousting people. <laughs> Kona Cold, shoot it from the... <laughs> That's funny as oh. shit. I like that. Yeah. Um, oh. What I didn't like? Rogue. Oh. <laughs> How dare they invoke the name of a good Star Wars movie? Rogue hey. One. Hey. I did make the joke uh, when they were like talking to Rogue Two. I'm like, this is Rogue Two. I found them. Repeat, I found them. <laughs> Even it can't be fucking safe. Echo that. Base, this is Rogue Two. <laughs> oh. Um. All right, let's just. Address the for whatever reason that that's no speeder pile, but sounded like Howard Cosell. <laughs> this is Howard Cosell bringing you coverage of Tyson and Douglas. Douglas, and down goes Tyson. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, Rogue. why did they make this movie? That's a very good so question. Megan Fox Jake. get money, they're not <laughs> gonna make money <laughs> though. Is- it's like the elephant said when he ran by. This is going to be on your IMDb forever. Yeah. Oh, my God. The elephant scene, dude. Every This movie was so fucking predictable, except for the elephant scene. I actually don't think it was that predictable because I had no idea what the fuck kind of movie was going to be from scene to scene. Like, it went from, like, uh, you know, an action movie, a bad action movie, to like fucking, she thought she was directing Silent Hill again because mm-hmm. the fucking Gre- Greta Thunberg girl 
fucking being stalked by the one Somali pirate that she bludgeons to death with a goddamn crowbar like she's Gordon fucking Freeman. Like I guess I guess the um, all the lion like the lion jump scare scenes. Every Wait, single there were one. jump scares. Well, the jump, the jump scares, the the well, the, jumps the surprise lion attack. It, they're oh scared. my god, guys! You know what? I don't think I I ragged on it enough when uh, it happened, but I I need to to point it out when the guy's like, "Hey, I found the infield rifle, and it's got like nine rounds in it," and the fucking lion attacks him, and Megan Fox is like. Shoo, shoo, no, stop, stop. She's, like, doing nothing to help yeah. him while he's being Dude, mauled by this fucking lion. Do you have a knife? Do you have a... Go up and well, fucking they do. punch it. I don't know. And he gets mauled for longer than the main villain gets mauled at the end of the movie. He comes out with the nice... He comes out with the good grill marks on his shoulder. Yeah, he's nice, like... Oh, my God, the one guy who was in the watchtower who dropped his battery... And it was like looking around with the night vision. I'm like, oh my god, all right. He's gonna like look around in the corner and it's gonna be right there. And sure the fuck enough, it did that. And then it was like found footage through the lens of the night vision to create a cool thing. I think it was just to hide their shitty CG. What Elijah for the lion. Oh my god, yeah, the lion CG was so bad. And then at the end of the movie, they show it in the light. I'm like, no, with real cubs. They used real cubs. No, <laughs> real like, this is worse. Cubs. <laughs> it makes it look so much worse by comparison because it's in yeah. fucking daylight. <laughs> uh, we should describe what the, at least the premise of this movie because don't watch it. If you have watched it, why? Um, yeah. We talked about the trailer before, but the premise is uh, Megan Fox is the, the team leader on the most botchedest mission ever. Like, uh, if you remember how ineffectual the uh, mercenaries in, in the Doom movie were, or the UAC Marines, uh, these guys make them look like fucking SEAL Team Arnold six. Schwarzenegger in Commando. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> these guys. So she loses her whole squad uh, to this one terrorist, or this one, like, yeah, I think it's Al Shabaab. That's what it is supposed to be Al Shabaab, yeah. Um, even though I'm pretty sure there are literally more people in her team than there are in that whole fucking uh, camp. It sure seemed they that way in the beginning. One, everybody. Um, but anyway, so she loses her old team. She saves hostages. There are three hostages that they were taking. Um, and yet somehow this movie is about the African ivory trade. But that's besides the point. <laughs> because they're farming lions. Yeah. Lions known for their high uh, production of ivory. Yeah. Um, so they go to a mansion. And for the rest of the movie... Um, it's a people are holed up in a mansion with a scary monster going to attack them. That's what this movie is. Uh, lowest common denominator. Although one girl just dies to crocodile. She just dies to crocodile. <laughs> she was the crocodile fodder. She just gets they eaten by a fucking crocodile in, in two foot deep water. Yeah, yeah, they really would have been able to see that crocodile. I feel a hundred percent. I think Does the anyone? crocodile would be walking. Does anyone actually? Yes, people do die by gunshot in this movie, right? There are things that gunshots do work. Yes, about in, like no one important dies by getting shot. Um, well, there were the two people in the car, but there are the two people in the car who get shot, and like 
like there was some good comedy in this movie, but I don't think it was supposed to be comedic. So like when, the, when the guy gets shot and the girl's like <laughs> screaming because there's a dead body, and the I one laughed. guy's like, "Hey, hey, baby, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay," as they roll the fucking body out of the jeep. What's your name, Ellie? That's a beautiful. Name, Ellie, that's dude. a beautiful name. <laughs> don't worry about him. He's dead. He's not feeling anything anymore. <laughs> oh yeah, they shot him. <laughs> oh yeah, it pulls him up. Oh yeah, he's dead. <laughs> Pata, who was like, they're like, hey, we saw Black Panther. Can you be that African, but like oh my God. five times more? <laughs> we have no idea of tone. Rip Chadwick Boseman, but they're like, can you be Chadwick Boseman for like? A- so can you, you know, you know how cartoony. Chadwick Boseman was as as T'Challa in, in Black Panther. Yeah. yeah. We need you to be like at least two times, preferably three <laughs> times as cartoony. In my home country, we would chase lions and, and they would write the and passage he, he starts spouting man. out lion facts, which are all like wrong. What? It's like bullets don't work on them. They're not afraid of not fire. Stop them. Lions not are immune to, fight. to bullets. And fucking, I don't remember what the scene was, but like they're talking about some shit, and he's got like a fucking stick in the corner. He's laughing like Rafiki. Oh <laughs> like, yeah, what the fuck is this? Oh, so yeah, they're holed up in this mansion. They they gotta fight this apparently fucking mythical lion. Like they're out with, they're walking around with spears. And we had some confusion when we were talking about it in the trailer, but it does turn out yes, it is one fucking lioness. One lion. Yeah, one lioness. Just one lioness. They lion did us. try to set it up as like, oh, we don't really have ammo. <laughs> they had they had a full clip in that. But at the same like there's a you can go up and you can find the interview right now, just like Google Man Kills Puma with Rock. And there's a story about a guy, a single guy, a hiker, no military background training whatsoever, who just beat a fucking mountain lion to death with a goddamn rock because they're not invincible killing machines. <laughs> they are large cats. <laughs> I mean, he was being attacked. He didn't just, like, you go out for yeah. sport and oh, beat yeah. a mountain lion to death. <laughs> and also, you don't come that out clear. of That's a 50-50 fight. You don't come out of that with nothing on you. Yeah. Like, no, he, where, were, where were everybody else? <laughs> like, where was everybody else when the guy was being mauled by a, uh, the guy carrying the Lee Einfield? Like where was oh, everybody they, else? They it were was being pushed out of the room because you don't want the girls to see this. Yeah, they she shooed the girls out of the room and she's like, "No, stop lying, stop! I'm Megan Fox. Stop lying. Stop, stop! You have to stop. We have <laughs> the, other villains." And meanwhile, the guy's like, "Jesus Christ, get it off me!" And she's like, "Shush, stop, stop lying. Shush, no, shush, hey, shush. Over here, follow me. Stop killing my friend." Which bitch is gonna kill you? And it's like the lion's walking toward that fucking ending scene. Okay, yeah. So, um, we'll we'll skip through some stuff here. They have a generator that they turn on. Sure, there's some terrorist dudes. Oh, uh, we stopped. We missed the part where for half of this movie, uh, the shaky cam was the only cam they had. They did a fucking everywhere before the mansion. I think the mansion, like the mansion and the rest of the movie, were filmed at two very different times. Not just two different sets, whatever. Two very different times because the camera styles were different. In the former, as you were about to explain, the camera was awful. They did at one point a tracking dolly shot with shaky cam. 
they started and they rotated the camera like 70 degrees with handheld shaky cam. Not real shaky cam. Yeah, it's, it's the fucking... It was either artificially or they had it on a rig that induced shaky cam for no fucking reason. I hate that shit. It's like I couldn't watch fucking Battle Los Angeles with the aliens and shit because it was all Dutch angles and shaky cam. I'm like, no! I'm gonna vom! Jake, do you remember that scene where um, the leader, the leader bad guy, was he was like comforting the guy who's on the rocks. He's like, I'm dying. I'm gonna die. Peace, you know? my Buddha. And he shoots him. Right, you remember Peace. that scene, Jake? Oh, yeah. Okay, you remember how no one was moving in that scene, and it was just a conversation, so they do the shot reverse shot, right? You also remember how that simple conversation was filmed with shaky cam? <laughs> It was. It was intense. in the scene where it, no it one added, is doing anything except talking. It added we need to intensity. add some chaos and anarchy to the scene where there was dialogue happening. Uh, it had to support the actors uh, not being able to, uh, you know, properly reflect their character. What there's with, a third uh, fear. Movements. Yeah. <laughs> was that any yeah, good? Um. <laughs> so yeah. So we're back in this mansion. There's some dudes. There's these two shooter dudes who have like a weird like buddy buddy. Like they're supposed to be cool, fun buddies, yeah, but Bo their chemistry and, uh, sucks ass. Yeah, they sing Backstreet Boys to each other because they're which was almost funny. It, in a yeah, in the one the scene where he's like losing him and he sings Backstreet's back to him, and you know that like brings him back from the brink of death. In another movie where that had been set up better, and I wasn't pissed off about everything else that had happened on screen. I may have laughed at that scene, not here. But that is that is not this movie. Yep. <laughs> also, um, just kill them off right there. Fuck it. Like, yeah, yeah. They're the worst. Yeah. If they're that they try so to present them as like cold mercenaries, right? Yet they do absolutely nothing to fucking um, instill that instill that in you because they just they save additional hostages and they carry their wounded around like the old lady who's like you know what they'll do to a woman and they just shoot her I was like oh yeah that didn't seem that bad like Megan Fox you made it seem like it was gonna be a whole lot worse like they were gonna rape her or something but even yeah. her when she gets shot in the fucking chest Megan Fox is like you gotta come with us and she's like no it's like no if you're the supposed to be this cold hearted ruthlessly efficient mercenary yeah. you wouldn't care you just leave her behind be like okay here's another mag <laughs> no, no, he's not a mag. I gotta save that. Oh for wait, me. no, hold on. Here's a grenade. He takes the mag, and pulls the pin on the grenade. Here, throw that. Yeah, I was hoping she would do that. I was hoping she would like pull the have a grenade, and then like when they come over to her, just be like ah, bop, and then. No, because that happens better. in good movies. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a good set. Like in Terminator Two, when when Miles Bennett Dyson has the fucking yeah. thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So instead of instead of this, we're at the we're at the mansion. They're so why are a, they why why are they doing this in the first place? I don't think we touched the so the girl's daughter. So yes, the governor's the governor. daughter who don't know who the governor uh, is. Yeah, we don't. All we know is that Al Shabab wants uh, Shish Kebab wants uh, the fucking governor's daughter who is like. I don't know if they intentionally made her look like Greta Thunberg, but. She's got she's got like the ponytail. Sure does. And I think she's supposed to be younger, maybe. I I guess, but she's like taller than every other woman in the fucking movie. Yeah. So that's a weird disconnect. Uh 
but they want her for some reason uh, so they can extort the government. I don't to know. To have power yeah. over the land. It's power. very much not developed. I, I know it shocks twist. you that the plot of Rogue is not very well developed, Yeah, but even, I'm here to report that that's the case. They even put a twist in it at the end, which, like, if you didn't, I didn't understand what was going on anyway, so cool, you twisted nothing. Um, yeah, so, but, like, so the pre-climax, I guess the first climax is they finally fight the lion, because she has to, she has to be courageous and put herself in the line of danger. And I, I thought if this was a good movie, that would have been a callback to the beginning when she's like, she put the two fire team in the line of danger. She's like, draw out their fire. Um, and then she had to draw out the lion's fire. Uh, but instead of killing the lion and then cementing the character as being like developed in some way where like, okay, we face the lion. Now we can face the terrorists or we can face the warlords. Um, instead there's a, an explosion and the line runs off because we need to see the line later in the movie. And there's a video that Kurt has of me screaming, no resolution, <laughs> anti-climax. <laughs> Diane has the video, but yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh my God. Uh, then we have the terrorist fight, which is a lot of people shooting people with AKs. Um, then we have Pata versus his rival. Uh, what's his name? I don't even uh, remember. Mus- but Musak? He, Musak, yeah. He gets his fucking so, shit yeah. pushed in. Well, first, he has a gun, and he gets he has the jump on Masak. But he's like, Masak, we'll fight hand to hand. I'm putting down my gun. Put down your gun. We'll fight with knives. They fight with knives. Pata gets, like you said, his shit pushed in. Then Megan Fox comes in as like, I inspiring speech. Pata, you're inspired now. Get it? Yeah. And then she and she he he gets up and he shoots the dude he shoots Masak anyway. I'm like yeah. And then he dies. And he dies. Yeah. And then he dies. Yep. He doesn't. I think he takes out like maybe one one other guy. Yeah. While he's like last standing. He's got like his arms like barely hanging on to his fucking body. Yeah. I, was, I mean that I was that was a brutal like scene right there. Mm-hmm. With like I wouldn't I wouldn't I cringed because yeah that was a little uncomfortable to watch. And, Cut uh, through his oh his fucking shoulder and it's flabbing off and eh. could have been it's avoided. Like, go go back to the guy with the the, the perfect sear marks on his shoulder <laughs> from the tiger. The nicely <laughs> then yeah the nice cooked hand there did a good job yeah. tying that off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he died a completely avoidable death, um, in in more explicit terms than the rest of her entire squad, her entire team. <laughs> um, then. She gets the girls. There's two girls, and they're both kind of cynical. They're like, I'm scared, and I don't like any of you. I'm going to be annoying. I mean, to be fair, they were just, like, fucking victims of sex trafficking. Yeah, human trafficking. Yeah. Get over Um, it. So so what this does, then, is when they're in a safe place, and the, the literal deliverables for this mission, the only thing that you're out here for, and the reason you sacrifice all these dudes' lives for... Uh, she puts them in a safe place, and immediately they're like, "We gotta go help. We gotta we get gotta out of safety. We gotta be brave. We're gonna we're gonna be run, and we're in this together." They immediately split up. It is literally the first <laughs> thing that they do. I was like, I was hoping for some like cool like girl. I was gonna say girl on girl. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> some girl, girl power. I guess girl with girl action. 
Uh, you know, like girls, Velma and girl? Louis, Thelma and Louise, not Thelma and Louise. Yeah, they, they like they like grab hands like they're gonna fucking Thelma and Louise their way through this battlefield. Yeah. But the instant anything happens, they split <laughs> off. And Greta Thunberg is in her own little Silent Hill mini arc where she's being stalked by the one pirate. And like I said, who can instant transmission to room to room? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just fucking becomes Michael Myers right up to the point where she grabs a. Cr- <laughs> Grabs a crowbar and bashes his fucking face <laughs> yep. for no it's reason. Like, and this is like in the middle of the lion shit where this happens. It, like, there's no the the fucking climax. The third act is just so disconnected. It's like three or four mini movies that are happening in parallel, and they they kind of intersect a little bit. Not but, much. Yeah. At some point, they diffuse it with the guy who has the Lee Ironfield, and and the bow mm-hmm. walks out with a knife, and, and sits like, next we're to buddies. him. And they start singing. Isn't it the funny buddies. how we're dying but friends? Black we're dying but friends, humor. and then the lion comes and saves him. Cause, sure. Yeah, why and not? like that last fucking scene. So, Zabab leader of the Shish Kebab okay, gang. Yeah. We're down to the last of it. Like this is the final, final fucking showdown. And he's there. He's in. They they dupe him. So he's like he goes with Megan Fox and the one girl to the barn, and he's like, "I'm not stupid. You go in in front of me." And then he immediately goes in in front of her, and they close the door on them, and the girls run away. And it's Megan Fox, him, and the lion. The lion shows up, and he's got like a fully loaded AK-47. So a reasonable person. Instead of waiting for the lion to get real close and the monologuing of Mike and Fox pars would go pop, 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 and then chase the girls down. But no, this guy's like, oh, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And Megan Fox is like, well, which bitch is going to kill you? And then yeah. he's like, oh, you're going to you die know, first. All and he, females are immune to bullets. And he's like, you're going to die first. And he holds he just waits he like points the gun at her he doesn't pull the trigger and then the lion just jumps on him and eats him it is what the fuck was that no one his threat assessment is off dude he's like megan fox is there with no weapons and he's like you're the threat i need to take care of first not the lion walking towards me yeah she's gonna kill him somehow despite being unarmed um right but I guess she's going to use it for the, the power of her magic pussy or something like that. Uh, also, I guess she did because the, the lion <laughs> killed him. <laughs> and um, then the lion was about to kill her too. But that's the thing is that the lion was about to fucking kill her. And the only thing that saved her was the sound of the cubs that Because Mr. Mr. Jokester Lee Enfield over there, uh, who's just his character name until I mm. decide I want to care, um... It was like dying in front of the shed and he opens the shed and you hear cubs mewing he's like oh well look at that and like well, really that is the payoff the she was just that she had cubs she was just that, protecting her cubs that's why she was attacking she didn't go well so pata again confirmed bullshit artist doesn't know what the fuck he's <laughs> yeah. talking about Some sometimes lions just go rogue oh she was protecting yeah, no, her okay. cubs um, wasn't going rogue protecting her cubs uh lions can die from bullets because it was wounded by bullets 
It's like they're like that's with this caliber bullet. That's a seven seven six round. That will fucking take out a rhino. What the fuck are you talking about? A lion isn't gonna get killed by that. Like, Again, you can bludgeon a lion to death with a fucking rock. What? Yeah, I don't know. Did the did the screenwriters think that lions had like a a thick layer of fat that like it's not a it's not a growler bear. It's not a fucking tank on legs. It's a lean muscle. You have a fucking BB, and that's going into deep muscle tissue. My only thought is that when they did their minimal amount of research they did for this film. Uh, they went on to FaxKing.com, and they saw that lion skin was what they were selling them for. And they assumed, <laughs> okay, so clearly lion skin is some sort of natural Kevlar alternative. <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing I could think of. <laughs> they sell it to military contractors and all that jazz. and they, it's, it's the new Kevlar. Lion, lion fur, lion pelts are the new Kevlar. And before we wrap up, I want to point out uh, something that Peter brought up when we were watching this, and it's the the trope that you, uh, if you're going to shoot an RPG in a movie, you need to have a checkered headscarf. It's tr- <laughs> <laughs> right. This is what is this fucking 2004 again? He's like, give me the RPG to the dude with the fucking red and white, like chic checkered headscarf. I was like, oh my god, yeah. And then the movie ends with a with a uh, credits preach by by MJ Bassett. Like, this movie's fiction. But what really goes on is the elephant ivory trade, where, <laughs> where they're farmed out and taken and poached for their raw materials. You can, you can help today. Donate, donate to the whatever the fuck. Oh, but the last shot is so bad, because the helicopter comes in, and they're all staring at it at an awkward-ass angle as the camera pushes past each one of them and then holds on Megan Fox until the fucking lion growls and she nods and walks forward into the fucking frame. And that's how the movie ends. That's the last shot of the movie. Uh, (laughs) Dog shit. This is maybe the worst movie I've seen all year. It's disappointing. And, uh, like... I don't know. I don't know that it's so bad as good. Like worst movie I've seen this year, and again, I did watch Pass Through uh, a couple weeks ago, <laughs> which I enjoyed a lot more than Rogue. Uh, I thought Till was a far <laughs> more developed character than <laughs> Sam here. I love how he got that name from a fucking can of yogurt. But no, that's the Vegas Vegas is so much worse because he he spells it out. Just in case you didn't get it. <laughs> uh, uh, Neil Breen. Uh, yeah, I'd rather watch that than this. I paid. I paid six dollars to watch this movie. Don't don't do oh, yeah. that. Don't pay money for this shit. You should not pay. It. Don't watch it for free. MJ Bassett and Megan Fox got their their coffers got lined a little bit more because of yeah. me, and I feel bad about that. That's my failing as a person. <laughs> feel like I really screwed the pooch on that one. I should be ashamed of myself, which I am. Um, <laughs> so we'll end the review here. We're done. Yeah, I think we'll end it there. Um, we're we're working on details, logistics for a stream tonight. It would probably be short if it happens. It'll probably be something like Among Us if it happens. Um, but keep your eyes on our Twitter at Stud Saturn because uh, we'll, we'll get the information 
up there as soon as we figure out what it is we're going to do. Um, you know, there's going to be a lot of celebrating going on today. It is my golden birthday. I'm 26 on the 26th here. And uh, I've got four days left of health insurance coverage before I have to buy my own. <laughs> All right, so uh, check out SaturnStuds.com for all our uh, shit. Uh, there's a donation link in the description of this podcast. If you can and you feel like you want to, you can toss a little money our way, but don't feel obligated to do so. We're just, we're, we're okay. Give Kurt a birthday good. present, God damn it! Yeah. Come on. Um, yeah, I think that'll, that'll wrap her up. And until next time, be well, stay safe, and party like it's 1995. Peace. Bye-bye.